Good morning, future and practicing educators. This is Alicia Soff, and today, in my opinion, is a beautiful day to discuss controlling the game. Now, some of us have may have heard this term from Doug Lamov's book, Teach Like a Champion, but we are going to review it today. Control the game is when we ask students to read aloud frequently, but manage the process. As educators, we are always consumed with the fear of running out of time to complete lessons, exams, stories, etc. So we often nix basic activities that students can actively contribute to regardless of time. One of these activities teachers are often advised to skip is students reading aloud for two reasons, leverage concerns and self-esteem concerns. When reading aloud, many teachers are concerned about what other students are doing when one student is reading aloud. However, if we as educators use effective teaching strategies, we are increasing the leverage of the students to focus on the text and be as actively engaged as the student reading aloud. Now comes the concern, self-esteem, where we as educators are often concerned that our students may have difficulty reading and are subsequently shamed in the classroom. However, if we create a classroom of excitement and joy around reading aloud, we are not only mitigating any fear that we assume students have, we are encouraging students to get involved and read. By allowing students to read aloud, we are ourselves able to identify struggling readers and assist them into getting better. If we do not allow students to read aloud because they are poor readers, then we are ensuring that they will remain poor readers. Now, I don't know about you, but this is counterproductive when as educators we want our students to grow and not remain stagnant. Now that we have disproven our concerns for read aloud, let's discuss how we can incorporate oral reading into the classroom. Reading aloud is an excellent source of data that allows us to provide immediate support and for us to do that, we need to control the game. By controlling the game, we are creating the most productive read aloud possible. One way to do this is by keeping durations unpredictable. What I mean by keeping durations unpredictable is that I mean not specifying how long you want a student to read because when no one knows when the reader will stop, they need to follow along in case they are next. This is keeping leverage high. Another way to do this is to keep the duration short so students are able to invest energy into their fluency and expressive reading. Keeping these durations short boosts energy and makes the lesson feel quick, not tedious. To control the game even further, keep the identity of the next reader unpredictable because students will never know who the next reader will be, which requires them to focus. Now that the reader is unpredictable and our durations are unpredictable and short, the next thing you want to do is reduce your transaction costs by making it your goal to transition from one reader to the next as quickly as possible. For example, by saying Alexa, pick up, instead of that was such a great read, Jose, thank you, can you pick up next, Alexa? You are wasting numerous seconds when students can be reading, but when you say Alexa, pick up, you are able to quickly transition and allow that transaction cost to be minimal. Next, use bridging to maintain continuity by stepping in and modeling. This acts as a bridge between student readers. This allows you to keep momentum going if there was a slow or struggling reader beforehand. After, use spot checks or what we call oral close by indicating you want the students to finish the sentence in the text as opposed to you. What I mean by this is when you're reading a sentence such as, in addition to changing up her routine and joining her daughter, 
The students will indicate to themselves that they must continue the sentence by saying, she primed their environment for success. This allows you immediate assessment of leverage. Finally, use a placeholder by providing students with a strategy of holding their place in the book while the teacher wants them to answer a question or look up at them. One way to do this is with a phrase, finger in your book, close your book, which indicates to students that they are going back to the book after the discussion. All of these strategies allow us as educators to control the game. This makes read-alouds fun, interactive, and still manageable by the teacher. Oral reading is not only important for educator assessment, but it also gives students an advantage in being able to read aloud and understand their mistakes immediately. As educators, we want student engagement as much as possible. Plus, controlling the game gives you a break to rest your voice. If you use this technique, let me know how it goes. Until next time, future educators, have a wonderful week and keep on teaching.